0: Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of June 11th, 2023. This Thursday at 5 p.m. is the monthly New Moon Workshop for the New Moon in Gemini, where we'll dive deep into the astrology and how this new moon may impact you, as well as ideas for intention-setting. And I will do as many hot takes on participants' charts as I can. So you bring your birth date, time, and place if you'd like me to look at your chart and tell you what I see coming up for you for this lunation and get my insights. So you can go to the link in the show notes or go to astrologybyceleste.com to the events page to sign up. You can sign up for one workshop or a pack of four at a discount. I hope to see you there. Before we jump into the episode, I wanted to do a little roundup of some of the news. I think I'd mentioned that I was a little concerned about Joe Biden because Uranus in the sky has been squaring his progressed sun. And the progressions is a technique that can indicate how we're feeling emotionally internally and emotions lead to action. So it's a timing techniques for things popping into our lives. And I'd been worried about some kind of health incident because Uranus is in his sixth house of uh, things that go wrong with your health in transiting and squaring his progressed son in his third house. So astrology can be so literal. Joe Biden was at the Air Force Academy And giving a graduation speech. So the sixth house is also like the work we do for the money we make or like our daily tasks. This is something he just does. The Air Force is a Uranian, is a Uranian entity, and squaring his son in Aquarius in his third house. And the third house is the house of the mind. So I was a little worried about a stroke. But there's also this nature of short distance travel and trips with the third house. And literally, Joe Biden tripped and fell on the stage. Now, the timing of the incident was when the sun in the sky was at 10 degrees of Gemini, conjunct his Saturn at nine degrees of Gemini, and opposite his progressed midheaven at 11 Sagittarius. So This shows like the publicity of the event. So Saturn in Gemini, problems walking, literally. Astrology is so literal. Also going on on that day, Mars and Leo was conjunct his Pluto. And you can think about Mars-Pluto tends to be a time where we're really juiced up and feeling powerful. And he's had a big success with averting the default for the debt ceiling default. But then he goes and trips and falls by maybe, you know, just moving a little bit too fast. And the moon was in Scorpio approaching a conjunction with his Mars. Transit moon conjuncting your Mars can be like, like a problem, like food poisoning or some kind of accident. Mars is the planet of accidents. And Yeah, it was influencing his 12th house of self-sabotage and things that go wrong and bad fortune. So yeah, he's fallen on the stage. It's bringing up, again, conversations about how old he is and does he really have the vitality, progressed son, in order to have another term as president. So we'll see what happens with that. Also, if you listen to last week's podcast, a big transit was Mercury conjunct Uranus. It was exact on Sunday last week, but it was a day after the full moon and full moons illuminate things. It was a full moon in Sagittarius during Gemini season. So the clandestine affair turned out to be Natalie Portman's husband has been cheating on her with a woman like in her mid 20s. Mercury can also be something about young people. Mercury conjunct Uranus and Taurus. Taurus ruled by Venus. Yeah. And Natalie Portman is a Gemini. So it's very sad for her and her family. But this is how the astrology, one of the stories of Mercury, Uranus, there was Several of them, there was also a plane that was flying over Washington, D.C., and perhaps the pilot had some kind of health issue. It caused a huge issue where fighter jets Uranus had a scramble to try to stop this plane. And something about a sonic boom was heard throughout Washington, D.C., and unfortunately, the plane crashed and four people died. Also in India, a day or two before the transit was exact, there was three trains ran into each other and it's being blamed on a signaling problem. Mercury rules communication, so some kind of signal or electronic signal caused chaos and a huge accident where hundreds of people died. So those are three of the stories that came up related to that transit in the news. The theme of this week is housing crisis, and there are three big things I want you to think about. The first is that Pluto, the planet of immense wealth, death, transformation, catastrophe, deep, profound healing, non-negotiable transformations will move back into the sign of Capricorn. So it's moving from zero Aquarius back into 29 Capricorn. And the 29th degree of all of the signs is a crisis point. It's the anoretic degree. And this suggests we have work to wrap up. So Aquarius, the sign of the collective and people power to the people, moving back power to the governments and the big business, but also unearthing secrets about things and bringing problems about related to these topics to our attention. Now, Vesta, the asteroid that also is associated with housing and homes, it's associated with the Vestal Virgin's. Yeah, it's on the fixed star, Algol. So Algol is the most feared fixed star in the heavens. And so this is why I'm thinking part of this story may be housing market news. There's been already, there's been a drumbeat rising about what is going on with the housing market. And I just saw... Uh, an article on Fortune magazine about the Austin housing market and how it almost emerged, I guess, somewhat unscathed from the crisis in 2008. And that's when Pluto first entered Capricorn. And now Pluto's wrapping up its work. But housing prices in Austin have been very much coming down. So It's interesting when you see 2008, that's about Pluto and Capricorn with financial news about, you know, breaking down the system's in order to be rebuilt. Now, also, this is all happening on Sunday. And also what's going to happen is Venus will square Jupiter. Venus and Leo, a fire sign squaring Jupiter in Taurus, an Earth sign. So the benefics are having a bit of an argument. When I saw this, what I thought about was a volcano eruption because Pluto rules volcanoes. And Venus and Leo, hot fire, square Jupiter in Taurus, massive Earth. Yeah, that came up to me. And the sun is contraparallel, which is like an opposition Pluto. So again, putting a spotlight on volcanic change. And Mercury is also parallel Uranus, which is like that earthquake energy. So Earth movement is something I was thinking about, especially since when Pluto moves back into Capricorn, the moon is at 28 Pisces conjunct the fixed star Shiat, which is associated with catastrophes, massive catastrophes. So there might be some big, big thing around an earthquake or some kind of natural disaster or some kind of disaster. Hopefully it's nothing to do with, you know, what's going on with China and the US in the waters around Taiwan. That was also a Mercury Uranus story where there was almost there was a near miss between two ships or something related to the US and China and this conflict in those seas. So yeah, I'm hoping everything will be fine. I hope I'm wrong. Mexico City comes to mind. I'm a little worried about what's been going on there. They've got this volcano that's been bubbling up to erupt. And also in Italy, there's been problems with a volcano. So let's hope nothing horrible happens. But if you get, if you live somewhere near a volcano and you hear a siren go off, get out, you know, stay safe. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Mercury will enter the sign of Gemini. Mercury is at home in Gemini. It's in domicile. When a planet is in domicile, it can do what it's supposed to do with ease. And Mercury is all about communication, commerce, and transportation are topics that also rules. But this is another reason I think there's going to be some kind of catastrophe that, you know, makes big news because Pluto moves back into a Capricorn and then Mercury rules into Gemini from Taurus. So you can think about Mercury trines Pluto, so carries the news of, of this Plutonic event to the sign of Gemini. And like fast news, fast paced, just feel like really a lot of talking heads. Gemini is a mutable air sign. Notice news around things that Gemini rules like reporters, children, dogs, educators, things like that, or Mercury ruled sign, cars, any kind of transportation things, also commerce. So it could be just, you know, the news about the housing market, or something like that, or it could be, you know, this catastrophe. But notice if you see conversations picking up the pace, like people laughing more, telling jokes and being witty. Yeah, Gemini can process information very, very quickly and like, use words in a way that's very entertaining and amusing, but also impactful and giving you the facts. It's also a great week to do some journaling. Yeah, Gemini, the air sign, wants us to take our thoughts out of our head and put them on paper. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Saturn will go retrograde on Saturday at 7 degrees of Pisces. So if you have anything at 7 degrees, especially the mutable signs, this could be an important retrograde for you and the Saturn these retrogrades come in it could be up to five days before or after where there can be an event related to it where it appears that Saturn will stop in the sky and it will go back to zero degrees of Pisces on November 4th and then go direct again. So when there's a retrograde we retread over old ground. Look for news in terms of Saturn Pisces types topics. You can think about Pisces is the arts or music as well as religious figures, faith and spirituality are very piscean. And Saturn brings delays, restrictions, achievement after hard work. It also can be the authority. I'm wondering if Jimmy Carter, he is hanging in there. He is such a Saturn and Pisces type person. This serious leader who has a deep, deep well of faith, former president of the United States. I wonder if this will be when he passes. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah but plans that you have made may be delayed. It's a good time to make assessments about where you are in your work. Saturn is related to our legacy and, you know, our karma, the work we're here to do. It's a great time to get serious or maybe think about doing some kind of like if you need to clean up Your diet or like stop a bad habit like over drinking or anything about drugs or escapism is also Pisces. This could be a great time to work on setting limits and boundaries for yourself in terms of doing anything escapist. So think about that and I'll keep you abreast of stories in the news. On Sunday, the word of the day is noisy. We start the week with the moon in Pisces. There's always a sense of endings when the moon is in Pisces. It's the last sign of the zodiac. It's mutable, watery energy. People may be in their feelings. If you need to let the tears flow, let them flow. This whole thing, it could be maybe be an underwater volcano with the moon in Pisces. I don't know because the moon is separating from Neptune and applying to Pluto. So we'll see, we'll see what what happens if there's some kind of catastrophe in water. So on this day Sunday Pluto re-enters Capricorn. Mercury will enter the sign of Gemini at 3:26 a.m. Pacific time, all about communication, so you may wake up to lots and lots of news. Yeah, Pluto goes back into Capricorn at 2.34 a.m. And then an hour later, Mercury enters Gemini. So that's, yeah, we'll see what happens. The moon enters Aries at 6.20 a.m. Pacific time. All these times are Pacific time. So to me, this is like get up and run. So whether you want to run for exercise, move your chi, when the moon is in Aries, Or any fire sign, I always recommend exercise and movement to help you process the fiery energy in a healthy, productive way rather than, you know, getting angry or frustrated or something like that. I love an Aries moon. It can be useful, exuberant, and exciting energy. On Monday, the word of the day is fast-paced. I think we'll still have a lot of news And maybe this is the day something happens. Yeah, it it might not necessarily happen right on Sunday, but I think there's, I could be totally wrong, but I think there's going to be something big happening with Pluto going back into Capricorn, the sign of big business and governments and Earth, you know, literally mountains, Earth. So we'll see what happens. But on this day, it's just notice when like people are going to be talking faster, moving faster, walking faster, driving faster, drive safely and drive carefully. Yeah, from the slowness of Taurus to the fast pace of Gemini, that's a big change. In, and notice if you feel more optimistic, if you've been feeling a little down or anything like that, you may you may feel a little lift in your mentality. On Tuesday, the word of the day is adjustment. Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony is in the sign of Leo and King, Kung Saturn, and Pisces. So with King Cunxes, there's typically, we release something, they move us into a new situation where we have to release and let go of something. So Venus and Saturn could be constriction around relationship or some kind of woman's topic, a celebrity or a royal person could make news, Leo rules celebrity and royalty for some kind of hardship, or it could, like, I'm thinking maybe this is when Natalie Portman announces her divorce, or it doesn't have to be public, but you know, some people may be deciding to put limits or boundaries on relationships in some way, or there can be a pinch in money. Yeah. So watch for news about Venus and Saturn topics. The moon will enter the sign of Taurus at 1130 a.m., So the moon is exalted in Taurus. It loves to be in this earth sign that is ruled by Venus. So it could be financial stuff that is going on with this for your own life. It's a great time when the moon is in Taurus to have nice meals, to get extra rest, to just enjoy the sensual pleasures of life. On Wednesday, the word of the day is abundance. We have the balsamic moon phase start at 8 Taurus at 12, 12 a.m. Balsamic moons are times of release. It's the last few days before the new moon in Gemini. And remember, I'm having a workshop, so you can sign up for that at the link in the show notes or on astrologybyceleste.com. But can you feel abundant during these next few days while the moon is in Taurus, especially where Mercury is going to be parallel Saturn. So some people may feel feelings of a lack mentality, Saturn, you know, that is constriction, as well as the moon is squaring Venus during the day. So I just recommend that you find abundance within and not try to fill any kind of feelings of lack with either feeling down about things or just like buying things you don't need in order to make yourself feel better. On Thursday, the word of the day is concentration. Mercury will be at seven degrees of Gemini squaring Saturn at seven degrees of Pisces on this day. So again, try not to feel lack, but use this energy. Like Mercury square Saturn can be feelings of pressure on your mental mind. But you can use this to be very focused on a specific task and get something done, especially could be great with creative Pisces writing Gemini. So a wonderful thing to be doing. Now, some people are going to be having a hardship on this day. My Venus is at seven Gemini, so I'm worried about getting like a little bit of difficult news during the day. We'll see what happens. So some people will have a tough day. So give people grace. The moon will enter Gemini at 6.45 p.m. Pacific time. Can you maybe pick up the phone if you're feeling down and call someone? There could also be someone with that Mercury square Saturn, a mercurial person passing away. So it could be like a reporter or a professor. I'm hoping that this is the day the writer strike may end like around this day. Because Mercury rules writers and Pisces film industry. So maybe this, they will come to an agreement after a lot of struggle and hard work. Mercury square Saturn. Yeah, so let's hope for that. On Friday, the word of the day is fulfillment. This could be also be the day that the strike ends because Mercury's parallel Jupiter. And Jupiter like wants To come together in order to for something that gives people feelings of abundance or accomplishment, like this big thing that people were working towards, Jupiter and Pisces wanting more money as well as more security in their field that come to agreement, strike a deal. So we'll we'll see what happens. But notice if deals that have been working on get closed around the end of this week, it can be really good energy for that. And on Saturday, the word of the day is trickery. So Mercury at 10 Gemini is sextile Venus at 10 Leo. This can be really fun, playful energy where, you know, you're having a great time talking or hanging out with people. Now, someone could be up to no good with this. Sextiles are opportunities or You know, I feel like the three-card Monty, that sleight of hand where you're tricking someone, like a magician. Mercury is a magician, a magician's show. I'm going to an anniversary party, which I'm sure is going to be a blast, and I'm going to be dancing the night away. That's how I'm going to use this energy. But this is the day that Saturn goes retrograde at 7 degrees of Pisces. So there may also be some big news about the Saturn retrograde. So just be aware of what's going on as you come up with bound, against boundaries and restrictions. How can you not break down? How can you break through? So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrology by Celeste.com with any astrology and action stories about what you're experiencing or just let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook, at astrology by celeste if you enjoyed celestial insights please help others find the show follow rate it five stars or write a nice review i would so appreciate it i'm astrologer coach and intuitive celeste brooks and i'll be back next week